This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network, presented as always by BetMGM. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Friday football. Friday, or Pam Maldonado coming up in a little bit. Talk some college football here in 20 minutes. We'll have her. We'll get to survivor picks. We'll finalize our survivor pick contest picks for Joe and Paul coming up as well. Let's dive into the Eagles and the Cardinals here. Five and a half point. It's side of five and a half all week long. We have injuries on both sides. It sounds like Darius Slay is a full go. He's going to play for the Eagles. Their kicker, though, is out. So the Eagles will have a kicker they signed off the street this week. That potentially could impact a point or two as this game goes along. But, guys, I, I have a something I, I cooked up this week for this game, my favorite play. Oh, yeah. And it's the Eagles' first half in this game. I believe the number's at three and a half. The Eagles are the best team in the NFL first half point differential. I think it's touching plus 60. The Cardinals are the worst team in the NFL first half differential. Mm-hmm. I think it's minus 40. The Cardinals haven't scored a touchdown in the first half, or the first quarter, excuse me. The Eagles get rolling almost every second quarter. They score a million points. I know weird things happen, but Eagles minus three and a half in the first half feels like – I like that better than five and a half for the mm. game. I like that. That's my play too. I bet that. But listen to this. The Cardinals have been outscored 66-16 to 16 in the first half of their four games this season. But Eagles minus three and a half. I mean, just look up their schedule and what what it's what they've been up at halftime. It's crazy because the back door could be open too in this situation. Sure, let's go all in. Philly first half, Arizona second half. Right? Is that what it's going to happen? Well, you can make that bet, right? Uh, most sports books offer that. You bet yep, you Philly win the first half, Arizona to win the second half. I wonder what that pays. And I'm sure it's very popular. Arizona, you're right. Arizona goes down early. But what happens later? They score. They get in games. Mm-hmm. Um, so that wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, the Eagles scoring 23 points per game in the first half, which leads the NFL by a pretty wide margin. And then if you go to... Second half points per game, where's Arizona? I would think that they're pretty high because we've seen them kind of – yeah, the second most, 16 yeah. and a half points per game. Well, they've only scored 16 total first half points, right? They're, and they're not the bottom of the league right. in scoring, so they've scored some points in the second half of these games. You know, their first lead in a game took place in the second half last week because the game they won against the Raiders, they didn't lead the whole time. They just scored at the end to, to win the game and like at the walk-off play. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. They they have been bad. Um Joe, I think it's a good play. I think I think the way you said it is probably the way to do this. But Eagles' first half is the play. I mean, I, I don't see why that changes. The Eagles' offense should keep moving the football. It was only minus 105 last night. So, second half, I want to add to that. Second half, Arizona, second in scoring, 16.5. Philadelphia, 29th in scoring. 
at 5.8 points per game in the second half. Man, that feels so obvious. It makes me a, want, a little a little concerned. If you want to pull up on the game, AJ Brown, only receiver in the NFL so far this year, with at least five catches and at least 65 yards in every game. So there's something there, right? He's been Mr. Consistent with Jalen Hurts throwing the ball. Okay. Got one um, more prop gonna... for you that is that is on the move right now. Zach Ertz over mm-hmm. four and a half. So that's already climbing. That's a minus one twenty five. Just revenge went up to minus one thirty. I'm seeing some minus one sixty. Huge revenge game, but six six eight catches last three games, and still okay. waiting for D Hop to come back. So what are you betting on him? Which one? Over four and a half receptions. Yeah, what's a touchdown? What's the two touchdowns? Line Plus them up. Two ninety. <laughs> yeah. For any time. Yes. Oh, I love that. Three to one on an anytime touchdown, second half of the game? Sure. That's a good one. Here's the one thing that's been holding me back by the Eagles. So nobody mentioned five and a half. Nobody here is willing to lay that lay that number with Philly. I mean, I, so, I, I, I like it. I would lay it, but I'm not going to. I, I I'd rather do the first half. It's a weird number. Yeah, same. I think it's it Arizona would be, if I was gonna budge. pick a side, I'd I'd be on the Philly side. Hasn't budged all week. Mm-mm. I think it's Arizona or nothing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Listen, the when we were talking about the power rankings, I mentioned the one thing that's holding me back on the Eagles is I want to see them beat a good quarterback. They're facing a good quarterback. Like Kyler Murray certainly has his flaws, but he has that gear in him. He has that elite sure, yeah. level. We've seen it. We've seen that MVP level for like a month at a time with him. And he could just snap. Trevor Lawrence, Carson Wentz, Kirk Cousins, Jared Goff. Those are the opposing quarterbacks. I can't argue with any of the numbers. They are a top five, top six offense. They are a top five, top six defense. The secondary is phenomenal, and that's probably my favorite part of this team. Um, The Cardinals' defense is bad, straight up bad, and they haven't been able to stop the run. So, man, we got different ideas on this game, which I like. I was thinking about Miles Sanders. Is Sanders going to get all the run here? The the rushing yards number is 64.5. Let's see. The they give up a lot of explosive runs. The Cardinals have this this season. They're thirty first in explosive rush rate on defense. Uh, defense overall, 29th DVOA, 29th success rate. Uh, hasn't been great, but actually overall they've been pretty good against the run. So I, I take that back. I was just thinking about if the Eagles end up controlling the game and they go into cruise control, will Sanders get a lot of those touches? But on second thought, I, I would back off. But in the end, it's Cardinals are nothing, and I'm curious if it's going to make our top five. All right, we'll see on that. All right, Seahawks and the Saints, five, another five-and-a-half game. Seattle getting some love this week after what they've done. Geno Smith is playing the best he's played since he was at West Virginia. Saints obviously disappointed to start this season. Is this a bounce-back spot for the Saints? I was wondering that this week. Um, they're one and three. Yeah. I mean, they're in some trouble. I mean, if they lose this game, they're in, I mean, they're, they're, you could say they're dead at one and four, or close to it. I just, why are they five and a half point favorites with Andy Dalton? I, I, I don't get it. I don't know. I don't. The Seahawks I don't understand it. Trash though. Oh, you're right. I mean, it is. it is so bad. They are getting shredded. Um, they have the worst dropback EPA of any team, worst def- pass defense in the NFL. And this is against bad quarterbacks, people. Look at who they've played. Um, they're getting Camaro back, right? 
are they getting Michael Thomas back? I don't know, but they have a lave. I think looking at him um, over his prop over 63 and a half, he's gone over that in every game so far and it gets a terrible Seahawks defense. I think that's a look. It's interesting how far we've come after one game. It was a week ago. It was, Oh, Andy Dalton, seriously. Mm-hmm. And now it's like, okay, Saints are going to be fine because Andy Dalton looked pretty good, and they're going against a bad defense. So we're sure it's going to be Dalton, by the way, because I know Jameis did not practice again yesterday. But they haven't announced anything, right? They haven't announced it, but I'm expecting Dalton. Okay. Michael Thomas did not practice either. And, yeah, you mentioned uh, Kamara. He was limited, so I would think that he's going to be able to go with the rib. Dennis Allen's terrible in the spot. Two and six against the spread as a favorite, and we're laying more than a field goal. We're going to be – I don't know if we're going to be touching six, but we might get there. I I just think that they can do enough offensively to hang around. It's a tough matchup. Me this too. is a really good Saints defense. Um, they they always are, but you know, I this is just I like the Geno swag we're seeing. I like I'm yeah. having more confidence in him, and I'm sure his teammates are feeling the exact same way after a little bit of success. <laughs> like he is in his own mind. Like people were laughing at him before the season, and now look at him. You look at some of these metrics, dude's number one after a month of football. You've got to respect that a little bit. I'm I'm shocked. I'm shocked that this, the Seahawks are getting this much. You know, this summer, this in the preseason, this line was four and a half. Saints had not been good. They're missing their starting quarterback. They're probably going to miss Michael Thomas. Seahawks are better Seahawks than people thought. have exceeded expectations, yeah. and now the line's higher? I just can't get with that. Yeah, I, I I have to go I Seattle would, here. Me too. I would take the points. The Saints are also coming back from that London game, playing the same week, and then Seattle, right. this is the second straight week they're flying across country, so perhaps it cancels out. <laughs> oh, it'll, it'll cancel out. All right. How about this one? Let's get the tight. Titans Commanders. This is the second Ugh. most bet game at BetMGM this week. Second most tickets. What? Second most um, bet team is the Titans minus the one and a half. Second most betting handle is tit- Titans mm. minus one and a half. They're getting the money. They're getting the tickets. They're one and a half point favorite right now. Forty three on the total. I mean this game here. I, I mean two weeks ago I was done with the Titans. Now they've actually shown a little life the last two weeks. And this Commanders thing is this their last stand? Are the next four days? the commander's last stand. Otherwise, this thing goes off the rails. They have the Titans at home. They go to the Bears. Like, I'm sure a part of them feels like, we're, we're back in this thing. We're, we're back to 500 by, on, by Friday. But if they, I mean, this could go, this could also topple over for them. I just, I worry about the interior pass rush for the Titans. Really good. Jeffrey Simmons, really good. The center situation for the, the commander stinks. Carson Wentz can't handle pressure. Like, that might be the game right there. They could just wreck this game, and then he's out there flipping the ball backwards, and this, you know, and this is ugly. Look, there are too many good games this weekend. Too many games that I have strong opinions on. I'm not going to do the the sports betting content thing and fake my way through a breakdown. I have no interest in betting this game. I have no props. I'm not going to watch it. I'm going to be pissed when Scott Hansen goes to it if he decides to do that. I want to fade the Titans down the road. I want to fade the Commanders many times this season. I'm not betting either side. I can't wait for the regression monster to hit this Titans 90% red zone, number one in the NFL. That's going to happen too, but I have no interest in any angle in this game big pass 
Yeah, I agree. This is another game I'm just not interested in. What are these people betting on? I'm shocked that this, they're <laughs> taking a lot of money on this game. I mean, Mike Vrabel's been overachieving with this team. They have a bottom five roster. They're terrible. And don't even get me started with Washington. They're on their third string center. All kinds of offensive line issues. Carson Wentz is just getting destroyed behind that line. I mean, it's just ugh, gross. No, thank you. I, I I, my guess is maybe teasers, Washington teasers, low total two through the three through the seven. I guess that so would include that, bets. Titans yeah. in really bad second half. So you're not if you're mm -hmm. if you do do the Washington teaser, it's kind of like the Cardinals. You're not dead in the second half. They could come back to to cover it. And, and there's so many other things to bet on. No, thank you. Yeah. Titans so one point eight points per game in the second half. One point eight. Wow. <laughs> That is ugly. All Intriguing. right. Texans-Jaguars. This will be a popular tease spot. People will tease down the Jaguars. We've talked up the Jaguars as our possible survivor pick. We will finalize that coming up in about an hour. Jaguars, seven-point favorite at home, 43.5 on the total against a team they haven't beat since 2018. We went over it yesterday, Trend or Truth. We kind of debunked it. I think we debunked it on merit. I hope we didn't debunk it because we want to go with Jaguars and Survivor. But – I like this Jacksonville team. They're good. They're really talented. Doug is coaching them well. Is there any worry that this, like, the last winless team, there's, like, I hate, like, at some point they're going to win a game, the, the Texans. I just hope it's not this week mm -hmm. if we go there. Do you worry about that at all? Like, we're going against a team that hasn't won a game yet. No, my worry is that there's been a lot of noise around the Jaguars over the last couple of weeks. All the stuff going on the week leading up to the Chargers, great job. They're on the West Coast, and they pull off the, quote, upset, um, even though the entire team was injured. It was a big number. It was north of a touchdown. And then all the noise last week, Doug going back home, and he said he's never seen the statue of him. Okay. Uh, and, and I'm sure that was a lot wearing on the team and the head coach. So now they're going back home. I'm sure it's a bit of a relief there after those couple of road games. But I wonder how they're going to respond and how focused are they? Are they are they focused 100% on the Houston Texans? You should be. It's a divisional opponent, and you're trying to go out and win that division. Uh, Davis Mills on the road. We have to. I'm going to bring that up every single time we get Davis Mills in the spot, and it's going against a defense that is borderline elite through a month borderline elite and i really can't believe it i know they've added a lot of talent to that front seven but it's amazing what they've been able to do uh davis mills on the road he's one in seven okay he's one in seven at home that's fine the difference is his numbers are awesome at home and they're terrible on the road five touchdowns 11 interceptions a quarterback rating of 64 yards per attempt 5.5 He's pathetic. You know, we talked about the Jaguars a whole lot this week in Survivor. And this, if you want, I think this is another one that you could put into your teasers. I mean, we believe they're going to win. Low total game. Why not? Um, we haven't talked about laying seven with Jacksonville. I mean, is, are we just scared to do that in this spot? Because I'm not worried about the Texans. I'm definitely not worried about the Texans on the road. Their, their offense is bottom three to five their defense is bottom three to five i don't know what they do well i'm i'm curious what trevor lawrence looks like and maybe we're going to learn a lot here uh, i know it's texans it's a bad matchup but 
Are we going to learn a lot after a five-turnover performance from his offense against one of the Super Bowl contenders? Yeah, I think this is a week we found out yeah. can we trust him. Can we trust him in spots he's supposed to play well? This is a spot he should bounce mm-hmm. back. We'll, we'll find out after Sunday if we can trust him. A lot more to do on the show, including college football next. Pam Maldonado joins us from Yahoo Sports to talk week six of the college football season. That's next right here on the Beck UL Network. We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.